That's right, but I work in good old London town. My uh, last assignment took me to the States. Really? May I ask what sort of work you do, Mr. Kennan? Well, let's see. $64 question. The company's name is Assignments Unlimited. And my boss lives up to it like a battle honor. Come up and see me sometime at uh, 33 Half Moon Street. Bobby Mason at your service. At Assignments Unlimited, we do anything, anywhere, at any time. 33 Half Moon Street. I have a file in front of me. On the front cover is boldly typed, A Kitten for Mr. Katz. To say that Mr. Benjamin Katz paid us a visit at 33 Half Moon Street would not be strictly accurate. He descended on our peace and quiet in this backwater like a clap of thunder. Mr. Katz was a man of few words, but he had a lot to say. It's part of the routine at Assignments Unlimited that I lend a patient an attentive ear. I'm in the theatrical profession, Mr. Mason, casting mainly. You've got quite a few things on the go at the moment. Theatres having a boom, vaudevilles on the way back, television, radio, motion pictures, uh, films, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, it keeps me on the go all the time. Never have a chance to sit still for a moment. I'm here today, and tomorrow I'll be in the Midlands. After that, over to Italy to shoot a scene of a girl on the beach bouncing a ball. That's for a TV commercial. Why they have to go all the way to Italy just to get a girl bouncing a ball on a beach beats me. It must be very trying. Oh, but I never let it get me down. Get in there and fight, I say. If you don't get the job done, your competitors will get there ahead of you. Romantic game show business. <laughs> That's what you think. Cutthroat, Mr. Mason. That's the word to really describe it. A knife in the back. Uh, what is it exactly that you wish us to do? What's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, well, a little job. They told me you handle anything, is that right? That's right. Well, great, here's my card. Huh? Send the account there and it'll be settled right away. Well, I must get going. You've got to be in the Midlands first thing tomorrow. Mr. Katz, uh -huh. uh, is it film stunting or something like that? Film stunt? Oh, the job, yeah. Well, I didn't say, did I? No. no. Well, I got a little female kitten arriving on the boat train lunchtime tomorrow. Uh, she's got someone on the train looking after her, and he'll hand the kitten over to your man in the platform buffet if he's there at lunchtime. Now, just look after her until I get back from the Midlands day after tomorrow. Well, now, I really must run. Been a pleasure meeting you, Mr. Mason. Uh, do you ever go to the theater? Often. Well, I'll send you tickets for my next review. Goodbye. Good afternoon, Mr. Katz. Um, you okay, Chief? Cannon. How nice to see you. Come in. You, uh, you're having trouble with that guy? No, no, just a client. He's a little exuberant. Well, he must have spent his prenatal days on a machine gun fire. How was the trip to Washington? Oh, went off without a hitch. Uh, do I get a furlough? Surely five days on the Queen Elizabeth was enough. Yeah, well, that's what I thought you'd say, so I'm reporting for duty. As it happens, I have a small thing here for tomorrow. The, uh, Mr. Katz, the man who just left? How did you know his name? I looked in the appointments book. He's got a kitten arriving on the boat train at King's Cross tomorrow. We have to look after it until he gets back from the Midlands. So you want me to go to King's Cross with a quart of milk? Or something like that. Uh, the kitten's in charge of a man on the train. He'll hand over to you in the platform buffet at lunchtime. Well, uh, how'll I know this guy? Oh, there shouldn't be any difficulty, Cannon. How many people on King's Cross Station will have kittens for company? Well, that's a good question. And uh, what do I do with a kitten when I've collected it? You're in charge until Mr. Katz gets back. We'll take it to your flat, if you like. Anything so long as you don't lose it. Uh-huh. Hey, what do I, uh, what do I feed this kitten on? Oh, I don't know. Cream, I suppose. I've never kept cats. 
<laughs> well, what's the joke? I was just thinking, you've uh, never kept cats, and now you're working for one. Late the following morning, Cannon, after a short consultation with a pet shop in Charing Cross, left for his assignation with the kitten. At lunchtime, he was sitting an old and mild in the platform buffet when the boat train pulled into the station. He carefully scanned the passengers for some sign of a man and a kitten. Pardon, monsieur. Are you the gentleman who was sent to meet me? Wow. I... I mean, uh, uh, I wish I was. But Monsieur Katz said there would be a gentleman to meet me in the platform buffet, and you are the only gentleman to tell <clears throat> by yourself. Uh-huh. Uh, did you say Mr. Katz? Well, Monsieur, he is my agent. But uh, Mr. Katz said I was to meet a kitten. That is what they call me in France, Monsieur. My name is Marie Lavour. Oh, Marie Lavour, so... Uh... So you're the kitten I had to meet, huh? Is the idea distasteful to you, monsieur? Distasteful? For once, I've got me an assignment that's the cat's whiskers. Yes, Cannon's job was to act as chaperone to a sex kitten. I just hadn't understood the theatrical parlance of my flamboyant client. A lesser man might have been a little nonplussed, by this turn of, well, of events. But Cannon was not in the least bit disturbed. Uh, you see, Marie, the chief got the whole thing wrong. He's simply on the trail of a feline. Well, come to think of it, he wasn't all that far out after all. <laughs> well, I'm in your hands, monsieur. Where shall we go? <laughs> well, that's a question, Marie, that causes a conflict in my mind. Uh, should I follow the line of duty or countermand my chief's orders and change them to uh, suit the situation. I don't quite follow you. Well, my orders were to feed you on cream and keep you in my flat. Hmm. Then you had to change your orders, monsieur. Yeah, I was afraid you'd say that. I never eat cream. It's bad for my figure. <laughs> you know, this job gets better by the minute. Hey, uh, do cats eat curry? <laughs> Delicious. Then we'll eat curry chicken of your swamis and then... Uh, well, let's, uh, let's go chew on a chicken first, huh? Over the curry, Cannon warmed to his task. The change in diet for his charge had been drastic, but Cannon looked for all the world like a cat at a bowl of cream. This didn't prevent him putting some pertinent questions to the lovely Miss Lavour. Oh, uh, by the way, Marie, uh, what happened to your luggage? I have just an overnight bag, this one. Uh, do you uh, usually travel so light? Monsieur Katz telephoned just one hour before the ferry left. He said I was to drop everything and come. <laughs> That's not uncommon in show business, you know. He said he would uh, provide everything for me at this end. Well, I guess he'll do that when he gets back tomorrow. Um, where does he live, this guy, Katz? His home, you mean? Oh, I have no idea. I wish I did. <laughs> then I would go there. Well, if he wanted you to do that, he would have said so. Well, maybe Mrs. Katz is in residence, and if she got a look at you, she might get Papa to change his vocation. Oh, but it will still be a difficult 24 hours for me. Now, how come? I'm hoping for my big break in England. Mr. Katz says there is a good chance that I will get a part in a new film there to shoot at Elstree. 
Uh, you know this place? Sure, half an hour from here in Boreham Wood, but uh, why is it so difficult? In the cinema world, one must be seen only in the best places with the right people. Oh, you should have said I'd have taken you to tea at Buckingham Palace. Oh, please, do not misunderstand me. It's just because I haven't my luggage with me. I, I haven't given a change of clothes. If I book into a small out-of-the-way hotel and someone sees me, then it will start bad gossip for me. A cinema star must live only in the best places. <clears throat> Yet, alas, I cannot book into a good hotel because they will ask why I have no luggage. And the film star is never far from her pantechnican. You know, I always wondered why film stars were a bit screwy. I'm learning. Uh, but, you know, you don't have to worry, Marie. You can uh, stay the night in my flat. How's that? You're very kind, Monsieur Cannon. But that would not be proper, now, would it? Well, it would if I bedded down the flop house around the corner. You... You really give up your flat for one night for me? Mademoiselle, I'm a regular Galahad, but there's a condition. Oh? After you've met up with cats and gotten organized on this movie, I take you out to dinner. And we'll do it on your conditions. The right people, uh, that's me, and the right place. Beer and sausages and dirty dates. <laughs> I shall look forward to our date with anticipation and pleasure, monsieur. <laughs> and I'll twist old cats' arm to make sure you become a movie star right soon. Do you, do you think I'll be successful? Baby, you be the cat's meow. Uh, waiter, clear away the litter, huh? It wasn't until after his lunch at Swami's that Cannon reported in. At that time, I had no idea that Mr. Katz's kitten was a lovely girl from France. Cannon, of course, was quick to inform me. So you see, Chief, you got it all wrong. This kitten's a real dish, and our client, Mr. Katz, needs his head read for treating her this way. I don't follow, Cannon. Are you suggesting that he's treated her badly? Landing a potential movie star in London with no gear? You just don't know the business, Chief. But I do know that you all know Rudolph Valentino. Valentino? He went out with prohibition. <laughs> well, I must confess I don't attend the cinema very frequently. However, where is Miss Lavour? In my apartment. What? Yeah, now, don't panic. Uh, those were your orders, and I've booked into the hotel around the corner for the night. Well, can I? Assignments unlimited. Oh, well, that you, Mr. Mason. Speaking. That's here. Oh, good afternoon. How are things in the Midlands? Oh, they're fine, just fine. Uh, did you meet the kitten? Yes. One of my men met her and is looking after her. Oh, good. Now, it occurred to me that she won't know where to come to tomorrow. I wondered if your man would bring her out to the Four Swans in Waltham Cross. The Four Swans at Waltham Cross? Yes, certainly. At what time, Mr. Katz? Oh, six in the evening. I'll see to it. Oh, good man. Now, don't worry about the expenses. I'll see to everything. Goodbye, Mr. Mason. Good day, Mr. Katz. Um, Chief, you got that look again. Miss Baines is off the switchboard. She popped out for a minute and put the line through to this office. Katz rang straight through to me. So? I asked him how things were in the Midlands, and he said fine. But he can't be in the Midlands because he dialed direct. You heard that wasn't a trunk call. Mr. Katz is right here in London. That's odd, Cannon. I wonder why he told me a deliberate lie. If Mr. Katz was in London, then why did he wish an escort for Miss Lavour? And if she knew that he was in London... Then she'd made an awful fool of Cannon. For all his ponderous bulk, Cannon is agile of mind and body. To coin a Cannon phrase, he'd gotten the message. Mm hmm. Well, let me have the phone, Chief. Thank you.
Who are you ringing? My flat. Well, careful what you say. That's all right, Chief. I just swallowed a jar of honey. It's me, Cannon. Uh, everything all right? Oh, I was in the bar. Oh, sorry. Well, that's all right. It's nice to hear your voice. Uh, just thought I'd uh, ring to check that you're okay. Oh, you're very kind, Monsieur Cannon. Now, you get back to that bath before you drip all over my Persian carpet. Is it Persian? Well, the guy Marks and Spencer's bargain basement said it was. <laughs> what time will you be home? Oh, about an hour or so. Oh, oh by the way, Mr. Cat's rang. Back in town? No, no, he's still up north. Uh, he, uh, he wanted to know if you were okay. And I am, thanks to you. And that's what I told him. Now, look, if I'm late, you can play solitaire. There's a deck of cards in the bureau. I cook you some dinner. How's that? Great. Be seeing you, kitten. Au revoir, Monsieur Cannon. Well? Well. Now, I don't know. She's an actress. Could mean a lot or nothing. Is she full of this, uh... Where's this guy, Cat's hanging out? Oh, uh, here's his card. Mm-hmm. See anything odd about it? Well, no phone number, just the address. And for a theatrical agent, that's decidedly odd. I didn't bother to look at it closely before. I simply shoved it in the drawer of the desk. 17A Warder Street. Well, do I take the tube or a taxi? Oh, I think this warrants a taxi. But don't forget, he's never met you, and he doesn't know that you were assigned to the job of meeting Miss Lavour. Unless she rang and told him. Well, there's no telephone. Check. Okay, I'll be 30 minutes. And if I find what I think I'll find, Mr. Katz, the fur is going to fly. Publishing Company, Anne's Theatrical Hire, Shamois Window Cleaning Company, the Cold Black Bridge Club. Hmm. No Mr. Katz. Well, I guess here's as good as any. Ah, Major Farnham, we were expecting you. Uh, no, no, just a minute. You, you got me wrong. My name's Cannon. I just want a little information. Uh, are you from the police? No, I'm... Uh, Looking for an old friend of mine, name of Katz. I was, uh, I was told he ran a theatrical agency in this building. Katz. Katz? Uh, you're American, aren't you? Yeah. Katz? Uh, yes, uh, Katz. Uh, no, no, there's no one here by that name. You know everybody here? Uh, quite so. Well, there's uh, Anne's Theatrical Hire, of course. It's run by a girl called Sally Manger. Not Anne at all. Uh, Sally Manger's always eating, so they call her Sally Manger. <laughs> it's terribly amusing, don't you think? Huh. And no cats? Uh, and no cats. Okay. Good afternoon. No cats. Not even on the rooftops. Chief, we've been taken. Hmm. It looks like it. So what do we do? Technically, we have a case for fraud, of course. You mean the cops? We'd be entitled to lay our predicament before the law. It's obvious that Katz never intended to pay for our services rendered. I'm not sure that I'd welcome the publicity, though. And then there's the, the girl. Yeah, the girl. What about her? 
From your telephone conversation, she's probably toasting you a tasty frog's leg over your gas ring. Hmm. You know, Chief, sometimes I wonder why I work for you. I suppose the money has something to do with it. Hmm. Now, our client has asked us to deliver the lady to the Four Swans Hotel at Waltham Cross. This we will do. It may well be that he wished to keep his real address a secret for some quite logical reason. If that's so, then he'll pay up when you deliver the goods. Mm-hmm. Chief, i got a funny feeling. Yes, yeah, so have I. But we'll play along straight at our end. Go back to your flat and act as if nothing's happened. Okay. Don't let the girl know where her assignation with cats is to be. It's just as well not to take chances. Tomorrow evening at six, you can take her to the Four Swans and clean everything up. I know who I'll clean up first if I don't get the door. There is this to it, Cannon. It might be dangerous. You never know. No, I'll take a chance on that. Hey, what's this, uh, what's this guy Cats like, anyway? Oh, you won't have to worry about him. He's late middle-aged and out of condition. you tell me where we're going? Uh, did I say I wouldn't tell you? All day when I ask you, you've, you've been busy. Well, the, uh, the fact is, Mr. Katz said to take you to the Four Swans Hotel in Waltham Cross. I couldn't ring him back to check because he was out of time. Now, you see, the Four Swans is really in Eleanor Cross. The two places are a stone's throw away, but, uh, well, I thought I'd make sure first. Is this the way to the cinema studio? No, it's, it's the way to the north, the, the Great oh. North Road. It leads to the Midlands. Uh, you know where Mr. Katz has been all this time? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, this is it. I'll just turn the corner and park. Well, there it is, Four Swans Hotel. Now, that statue was erected to the memory of Queen Eleanor by King Edward. You are a student of English history, Monsieur Cannon? Uh, no, no, no. I looked it up in the guidebook. Okay, in we go. Anybody you know? Marguerite, I'm so glad to see you. My most humble apologies for not being at the station to meet you. I was well looked after, Monsieur Katz, by this gentleman. Oh, you must be from Assignments Unlimited. That's right. Uh, Cannon's the name. You're Mr. Katz. Oh, yes, I am. Oh, you've done me a great service. It's a pleasure. We do anything for uh, for money. Oh, yes, yes, you're free. Now, are you empowered to accept it? That's right. Well, excellent. Now, if you'll just settle down here, order yourself a drink while I show Miss LeVure to her room, I'll come right down and fix up about your fee. All right? Okay. Well, this way, then, Marie. Thank you for everything, Monsieur Cannon. And I shall not forget our date. You know how to keep in touch. Uh, don't ring you. You ring us. Huh? <laughs> I will. Au revoir, Monsieur Cannon. Be seeing you, kitten. Well, Marie, now, did you have a good trip? Oh, I was in the wind. Uh, hey, waiter. Yes, sir. Where does the door at the back of the hotel lead to? Oh, it's the car park, sir. Yeah, that's all I wanted to know. Here. Cool. Blimey. Quid. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Why didn't you come alone? That man might have caused some embarrassment. I couldn't get him to tell me where he would arrange the meeting. Hmm. He looks an ugly customer. He's quite harmless. Very sweet. Did you ask him where we were to meet? Of course. He didn't tell me because you said Waltham Cross instead of Eleanor Cross. They have a reputation, his company. He did not want to make a mistake. Well, he's made one now, the poor boob. <laughs> I wonder how long he'll sit in that lounge waiting for me to come back. It, uh, it might have been wise to pay him. Well, the less he sees of me, the better. I know these chaps. They've noses like Pinocchio when ask a lot of awkward questions. What's the matter? A car behind us is about to pass. It's the same car that brought me. It's cannon. Cannon is behind the wheel. It's forcing you up the road. Stop! Stop forever! Well, get over, you fool! Get over! I'm pulling you to the side, please! Now, pull go in. to the devil! You'll crash! You'll crash! Okay? You two babies get out. Well, I hope my arm. Pity you didn't break your neck. You too, Miss Lavoie, or whatever your name is. I'm in a pretty nasty mood. You, you tried to kill us. He could have stopped. Okay, hand over that traveling bag. No. Miss Lavoie, I'm not in the habit of pushing women around, but if you don't give it to me, I'm going to take it. Oh, no, it's all a mistake. I'll pay you. I, I forgot in the hotel. There, there was so much on my mind, but, uh, well, you can always come to the office to go lecture your money. I already tried that. And if you've got what I think you've got, your next office will be a cell in Dartmoor. Now, give me that. Ah. A metal cylinder. Sealed, too. Well, I guess we only need a little hole. That jagged fender on your car will be just a thing. Well, well. Talcum powder, Miss Lavoie? I, I, I'll pay you well. I'll bet you would. There's enough cocaine in this cylinder to keep you on easy street for years. You know you got the wrong name, Buster. They should have called you Rat. There can be no doubt that Katz had spoiled his ship for a ha'porth of tar. If he'd paid Cannon in the Four Swans Hotel, we'd have left it at that and put down the false visiting card to eccentricity. As it turned out, it was a profitless task, and I lost Cannon for four days at the trial. The narcotics people were onto Mr. Katz, and that day at King's Cross they mingled with the crowd watching for him. He knew this, and realized that the moment Marie Lavour made contact with him, they'd both be arrested with disastrous consequences. It was a good plan to have someone from Assignments Unlimited meet the lady. She'd be quite safe until Katz could arrange a quiet rendezvous. Her cover story was sound and... Well, indeed, took us both in. It was that telephone call that really upset Katz's plans. 